Welcome to another, another ah, fuck, I can't, I'm a mess today. Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me today, got hip-hop artist, uh, she's also dabbled in photography as well, uh, she's out in Arizona, but originally from the Milwaukee area, and uh, her latest songs uh, are called uh, Tay Nasty, as well as Pussycat XO. And uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about her passions, artistry, and why she does what she does. Thank you very much for joining me, Tebe. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm having a great day. It's overcast in Arizona today, so that's really unusual. It's been kind of this way since we moved into our new house, so... I'm digging it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you and your two time zones away. Yeah. Less like, you know, summer weather. And it's short got, sleeves, baby. <laughs> yeah, you got like the screen door open and shit. And it literally like was a blizzard this week. And uh, it's everyone is like shoveling and struggling right now. It sucks. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, how much do you miss that? Don't miss it at all. <laughs> I would never want to shovel again in my life. I remember like when I lived in West Dallas, our alleyway got so snowed in and I got stuck. I like all the neighbors had to come out and help me push my car from turning the corner. Oh, it was the worst. And then I would be shoveling and slipping on the snow and falling as I'm shoveling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The worst. Cool. So I live in River West and I'm in the like the River West neighborhood Facebook page. And yeah. I, I, I try to I try to kind of stay out of that page. Everyone's like screaming about my side's not plowed, but the <laughs> other side is. What's going on here? Where are our plows right now? But going but like going outside right now is like such a chore, you know. Uh, too bad you can't yeah. relate. <laughs> can't relate. I'm over here picking lemons off my new lemon tree. <laughs> that's okay, that's lit. <laughs> it is. I'm really excited to make hot toddies like all the time. Word. Just go pick a lemon. <laughs> Damn, yeah. I I fuck with a hot toddy. Like Oh, it puts me right to sleep. At night, if I'm having trouble sleeping, I make a hot toddy with Jim Beam, honey yes. and lemon and water and it's like yeah. immediately <laughs> that sounds wonderful the first time i tried like any hot alcoholic drinks was at von trier on oh. uh, uh north ave and yeah. uh, like i yeah like those hot alcohol is underrated um and it's it, so it underrated serves as a great nightcap so <laughs> um well um, I'm happy for you and your lemon tree, but <laughs> you're welcome. So what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so Tebe, uh, mm -hmm. we have been like Facebook friends for a while. Like, yeah, I like, I knew you were like a creative, like I knew you like made music and, uh, I know you were like a photographer. I, I hadn't seen you like drop any songs like, you know, at first, like when I think like I first knew who you were, but then like this past year, like I started seeing you drop like on the regular. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, covered a couple of your songs on Breaking and Entering and uh, really pretty quickly, like, uh, you know, like learned what you're about. <laughs> um, you make you make straight like trap, you know, really good like party shit um yeah. for, for the girls Love uh, it. <laughs> yeah yeah which um is a lot of fun and we're going to talk a lot we're going to talk about that but before we Definitely. do uh so we'll, we'll take it back first so um so you like were you like born and raised in milwaukee yeah so i actually grew up between west dallas and the north side like off of good hope i think around like 54th and good hope and like 60th and Greenfield. So those were my two areas. My dad lived on the north side. My mom lived on the west side. And then I grew up, I, I actually went to grade school on Brady Street. I don't know if you know Tamarack Community School, like that super alternative, like grade school. I think so. It's not the it's, Waldorf school, is it? Mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I walk past that thing like all the time <laughs> yeah because it's the huge brick building it's in the church yeah. across from that bakery on brady um yeah so yeah i, I, live, school there. I actually i actually live like two blocks away that's crazy i love how like everything in milwaukee is so connected <laughs> yeah it's you, so good so yeah born and raised there and i went to high school uh in west dallas so uh that was pretty central to every everywhere in milwaukee i think so i met a lot of people in high school and that's how i got into photography and the music scene oh awesome so well what came first the music or the photography photography because i was always so shy to sing or do any kind of music stuff <laughs> Yeah. I would only sing in private, like in the bathroom and at home. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel that. I. That's. I'm still at that point. You know. Yeah. I still get nervous even uh, when I'm in the studio. If there's like a group session and someone wants a feature, I get so nervous. I don't know how to shake it. I just have stage fright. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I get that. Sometimes it never goes away. I still get nervous before every single one of these podcasts. I'm nervous right now. I'm like, my hands are a little clammy. <laughs> Doing great so far. How, okay. So by the, way, by the way, what are you sipping on? You got a Modelo over there. Modelo, yeah. Went through the drive store liquor through by the crib today. <laughs> <laughs> that's it so- It was the best. That's oh my like gosh. so wild that you have drive through <laughs> liquor stores out there. Yeah, it's so different from Milwaukee, like, we can buy alcohol till 2 a.m. here and drive through the drive-through to get it. Like, it's the best. Yeah, well, <laughs> here in the beer-soaked tundra of Wisconsin, uh, that shit just wouldn't fly, you know, because no. drinking is such a, like, <laughs> central part of the culture. It's ingrained. Know? Yeah. Very, very much so. <clears throat> um so okay so you started with the photography like when was the first time you like kind of started like playing around with the camera um when i was a kid uh, my mom would take me on vacation with her and let me just take pictures of whatever and she would always get so mad at me because when we developed the film it was like flowers and scenery and like nothing of our family or our trip <laughs> It would just be like things I thought were really pretty. And then 
I just kept messing with photography like after that. And I got really into it. My freshman year, my mom bought me my first camera, which I still shoot on Nikon D5000. Hell yeah. I have a Nikon too. Hell yeah. Dope. Yeah, I'm a Nikon girl for sure. <laughs> yeah, fuck that lame-ass Canon shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all not shit Canon. Yeah, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dope. That's dope. I, yeah, do you, do you have like one of those like, like toy cameras when you were a kid? Like, one of those like little ones. Yeah, yeah, I had the one where it was the super tiny long film. Do you remember those? It was like yeah. a kid camera. I don't even know if I'm faking remembering that, you know? <laughs> I'm like, was that real or did I just make that up in my memory? Right. Because I remember my cousins and I got them and we would just take pictures of, we're like this. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I, I had one of those too, but then I lost it at the zoo. Dang. Oh, the zoo is a fire place to take those. <laughs> I know, but my dreams are crushed. Uh, I think it was, I think I like left it in the bathroom or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but so that's dope. So like, um, so it started kind of like as something you did for fun. And then like, you kind of just yeah. naturally gravitated towards the medium and like um, started like actually kind of like making something out of it it sounds like yeah exactly um it was really easy because the friends that I was meeting in high school my friend Dylan is really who got me into uh photography and shows his name's Dylan Schroeder he's a photographer in Milwaukee yeah and uh we were in the same grade in high school and I just remember like taking the bus to his house and he did a photo shoot for me and my friend and it was so professional looking back then I think it was like 2009 and that's like yeah. before people regular ass people were just getting professional pictures taken and I was like this is so cool and he's like yeah I go on tour too and he's 14 you know like he's like I go on tour with my brother I forget what band he was in but and I do pictures and I was like that's the coolest thing I've ever heard I want to do that so I started going to all these shows, the Miramar, that's like where I grew up, like, no lie, I was in that thing every weekend, and I remember there was this, like, local band, I can't even remember their name, I'll, I'll text it to you if I remember it, but there was this girl photographer on stage and I remember I was so young and she, I was like, I want to do what you do. And she let me come backstage at the Miramar and she taught me how to like pose the band and everything and how you would shoot it. And I just think that was such a special thing for someone to do because it's really intimidating when you're a young girl in the music scene trying to be professional and learn how to take pictures of people so it was a really cool experience and that just got me addicted <laughs> yeah so that the the Miramar is definitely like a breeding ground for a lot oh my of I've met so many friends at the Miramar it's unreal yeah, I I actually used to live next to it. I was kind of <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Loud. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, well, I lived above the Black Rose. Mm. Um, and honestly, like the noise from the Mar wasn't ever an issue in, until Insane Clown Posse came through town. Oh my gosh, I remember that. <laughs> when they yeah, you, that. <laughs> yeah, you could hear ICP. Whoa, ICP. 
I could hear that shit from like our our uh, balcony. Yeah, and... you heard the echoes of whoop whooping <laughs> through the <laughs> you through the just, alleyways. <laughs> you could just taste the fago being sprayed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. smell a bunch of uh, swishers. <laughs> oh yeah, cigarellos. Um, yeah, yeah. I so well. That's well. That's cool that you kind of got brought up in that community because the yeah. Mar is certainly like a always been you know like a staple hub for a lot of those young creatives for sure yeah which is really cool I went to every show almost every weekend no matter if it was like 10 people in the audience or like the thing was filled well like so what kind of like music were you super into as a teenager okay yeah I was really in the metal scene I'm not gonna lie I was super emo I I went to all the metal shows and then I befriended like all my favorite metal bands and I just like it, it was such a good time I was actually talking to my friend uh the other day who I used to go to all the shows with and we were reminiscing on how we would just be like 17 running around the rave like on the roof smoking weed like drinking on tour buses <laughs> and I'm just like wow I was way cooler as a high schooler than I am in my 20s <laughs> and it, man you were cool <laughs> I know yeah. I know yeah it well, was I I can't believe some of the situations I got to like be included in to be honest and that really built like my love of live music too yeah. And then I started getting really, really into hip hop in like 2011 or 12, I think. I had listened to like radio hip hop, but then I got more into like underground hip hop in 2011, 2012. And that kind of stemmed like my love for it. <laughs> oh, totally. When, so, well, I'm originally from the Chicago area. Oh, okay. And... Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my two roommates are from Chicago, actually. Oh, really? What do you, do you know? Like, what part of Chicago? Like, uh, like Wicker Park area. Oh yeah, that's that's a great, that's a good part of the. Of the I love that area. I love Chicago. If I didn't move, if I had to stay in the Midwest, I would have moved back, like to Chicago. So I'm from the South Suburbs, and uh, okay. so that was kind of like where, like. Well, more on the south side, but like that's where like the drill scene really blew up. Yeah, the drill scene. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, and so like when we were in uh, like 2012, like <laughs> I remember that was when Chief Keef and like yeah, Young Chop on the beat, you know, <laughs> and like all those drill artists like G Herbo, Bibby, Dirk, like oh, we, we used to. We used to bump that shit like crazy in high school. That was like really my first exposure to like a real like scene of hip hop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I I never got to, you know, be really close in the underground hip hop when I was in high school. But like as I got older, I started uh, finding my way into it. So. Yes. Well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue into kind of like when you kind of really first started trying your own hands at making music yeah my first song was a rap song called oddies and ankle bracelets oh 
and I recorded that with my friend Alex Cladell. He he was producing all through high school for like all the metal bands because we were all friends. And there's actually one- this actually that's a good point because there's actually a lot of overlap with like hip hop. Yeah, more than people it's like crazy. The correlation, like just like the beat patterns and like the drops everything is really identical and now that you're seeing more screaming rappers it's just funny to me because I'm like oh this sounds like when I would go see Whitechapel or Burmy the Horizon but they're screaming and it's just guitars with it instead of like man-made beats yeah I mean (laughs) like ski mask yeah you know, a great example, and I fuck with that shit so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super into Scar Lord, and that's like so, that's like the epitome of like metal rap to me. <laughs> yeah, you're even seeing like Rico Nasty doing, yeah. you know, dope fusions of in that kind of sort too. Um, so you so well, Audis and ankle bracelets. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I named it after this guy I was seeing. Because he drove an Audi and he had like an ankle monitor. <laughs> wow, he sounds so cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I just it... thought it was a hilarious name for that song, to be quite honest. <laughs> is it still like up somewhere where you can listen? No, I hit it, I hit it in the depths of SoundCloud on private, <laughs> but maybe I'll let you hear it. <laughs> yeah, send that shit my way. Um, it's hilarious you don't have to but um but no that i mean i feel like most rappers i talk about like you know the first song they ever made like isn't you can't find it anywhere anymore you know that's because it's so embarrassing for everyone because we're like yeah woo. <laughs> yeah just trying to figure out how we sound i mean oh, yeah totally. i guess I made like 20 songs that I'll probably never release. Those were my first 20 and it was just me kind of figuring things out. But yeah, I, um, so that's how I started. Sorry, I get distracted really easily. Oh, no, no, you're fine, you're fine. (laughs) Um, That's how I started. I just hit up my friend Alex Cladell and he's a producer in Milwaukee. He makes really, really fire beats. Um, And I was like, hey, uh, can I try to make a song? And he was like, sure. So I came over and we wrote and I had so much fun. I was like addicted off the bat. And we just kept making songs more and more and more and more songs. And I started getting deeper into like, oh, this is actually like an avenue I could really pursue. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and that like reflects in uh, um, your consistency the last couple of years. Uh, so yeah. if I'm not mistaken, um, like the first song that like on Spotify that I saw was from like 2018. Yeah, so that was with uh, the first producer I was working with, Alex Cladell from uh, Milwaukee. And I don't know, I don't know why I put that one out out of all the ones I made, but I did and (laughs) people still really like it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like people still fuck with it. Yeah, girl, you'd be racking up those streams. I've seen it. (laughs) Like I working see, on it. I mean, I seen like Pussycats got like what twenty five thousand on Spotify. Now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like super happy about it because I didn't want. Well, my roommate made the 
and uh, my roommate is my engineer and my producer. That's so, convenient. yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> so I, I really wanted that one to do well, just because he did a, he did such a good job making the beat is fire. That's like one of the best beats I've ever heard of me. And I was like, I'm taking that one. <laughs> well, we're going to go down the line here. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, the the joints you got, um, at least the recent ones at least. For so, sure. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll, we'll kind of like encompass the ones that came out in the last year. So we'll start with Fly. So this song, okay. <laughs> this song like is, the song's like vibey as fuck, you know, it's atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and it has like more of like an R&B touch to it as well. Tell me about, kind of where this song came from um I had gone over to my producer engineer his name's Joey Bandino um so I'll just say Joey <laughs> so I went over to Joey's house and I'd been recording just like in his bedroom um that was before he got a head engineer position at the studio that he works at now out here so we we were just going through beats he had made in the past couple of years and I heard that beat and I was like, whoa, that's different. I really, really like it. Um, it reminded me of like space or like going through space or underwater or something. <laughs> and I was like, send this to me. I'm just going to go home and write. I went home and I got super high and I wrote the whole thing in like 10 minutes. I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just want this song to be like chill and cool and like you could have it on in the background or while you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a late night drive type song. It is like, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie, I think it's called Drive or Rush or something, but it's with, uh, who's the guy from The Notebook that every girl loves? I should what know, is, but I don't. What is his name? Well, whatever, that actor. He's the driver or whatever. And all the music kind of sounds like lo-fi like that. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like I could drive to this. <laughs> yeah, tight. And then the following song, actually speaking of Joey Bandino, he's featured on it with uh, yes. Rory. Um, Rory. Um, yeah, let's, let's hear about this one. And um, is produced by our Carlito, and he's from Arizona. We met him out here at the studio, and he actually he makes fire beats too. Um, so yeah, his name is Carlito, and uh, I had never heard his beats before, and that was the first I heard, and I was like, damn, I gotta get on that. And then I started like, I was like. I'm in the rolling up Marley and then my producer was like what what did you say and I'm like uh <laughs> I don't know he's like keep going keep going so I wrote the hook we were both just laying in my bed after like I think we were hung over or something to be quite honest and we were listening to beats and so then he starts going in and he's like yeah I need a feature on this and I'm like all right well let's do it so that's kind of how that one came together. It's just like a party song. I was listening to a lot of like 
newer female R&B artists. And that's kind of where I got the vibe for that one. Totally. So <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about like kind of what your biggest influences have been musically. Yeah. Um, I would say it's funny because it's a lot more like it's mixed with things I grew up listening to and then very, very new artists. Like I would say Lady Gaga was a huge influence for me because uh, she started popping off when I was like thir 13 or 14. So, I, and that's the first time I had heard like pop music like that, that kind of had breakdowns. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And then, so it was like Amy Winehouse, Lady Gaga, honestly, Katy Perry, any like radio pop girl I loved. <laughs> and then obviously like Gwen Stefani, um, God, who else? Just like a lot of fucking, <laughs> a lot of people that I grew up as a child kind of listening to are huge influences for me. And then for like newer artists, I'm super into like Jordan Hollywood, Caskey. I love Baby Keem. I love just like any newer artist that's doing something a little different. Love Danny Lay. She's a huge influence. Um, Melly and who else was I just baby goth. Love yeah. baby goth. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I have so many. I listen to so much music. <laughs> right yeah. now I've been on the new Ash Nico album, actually. Okay. Love that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check some of these out. Sure. Yeah, you're gonna have to check out Ash Nico because she is kind of like she's crazy she has like blue hair with like straight across bangs and uh she says some like her songs are crazier than mine so I'm like because <laughs> I love her oh and Brooke Candy Brooke Candy was a big one too tight there's like, a lot of really good girl like underground artists yeah so yeah for sure I mean it sounds like you pull from uh, a lot of authenticity um yeah so um <clears throat> Then that takes us to Tay Nasty. Uh, so, yeah, I remember like the first time, like when you dropped that song, I was like, am I like allowed to like feature like songs like this that are so like sexually like explicit, like vulgar, <laughs> raunchy? Yeah, I would say it's one of my raunchier ones. Yeah. Um, you could say that, um, but I mean, no, Alan didn't say anything. So I, we, <laughs> I published it. I mean, I wanted to, I love, I mean, I love featuring like new artists that have like, yeah, ever been like, like where their releases like haven't, um, been on the site before. Like I, I love that. And like, I was just, I thought it was dope that like. I was noticing you were like starting to drop more. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about Tay Nasty. Like, where did the idea for that song come from? Tay Nasty. That was an idea. Actually, my cousin flew out to visit me during COVID. Um, I was watching my mom's house while she was, um, she was in Wisconsin actually. So I was watching her house, and I was like fuck it like I'm just gonna have like my cousin come stay because she had a fat pool it was like a huge house out here 
and then my uh my friend Joey stayed and Carlito came over on, and we were just having like a party like for two weeks straight. And um, <laughs> my cousin and I were talking and I was like, shit, they call me Teve, but he can call me Tay Nasty. And we just started cracking up. Like, I was like, Tay Nasty's gotta be my alter ego. Like <laughs> if I'm not Teve, I'm gonna be Tay Nasty. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah, and then I was like, I'd be like freaking the sheets in the street. I stay classy. They he called me Tay Nasty, <laughs> and I was meaning to record the song for like a few weeks, and then one night I just got super drunk and blacked out, and apparently recorded the whole song, and most of it was freestyle. <laughs> do, you, do you find do you find yourself like most creative when you're lit? I've noticed, I noticed like you, you party, so. I do, I party a lot. Um, and so does my, uh, my roommate, obviously he's from Chicago. We're kind of like on the same wavelength there because yeah. Milwaukee is really just little Chicago. Right. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. But you know, a lot of it, a lot of things I've written were at like, my day job in the morning when I would have to fucking mop and sweep like the whole place and clean the bathrooms I would put on beats in my headphones and I'm I realized I'm most creative in the morning so uh even before I like I'll smoke or anything I can write sometimes but I think I write the best when I'm smoking <laughs> sure hey that's I feel that. I mean, being high just puts you in like that headspace. Of, like, it does. It makes you, know, you that, super creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of those, like um, all those acoustics, like <laughs> kind of like culminate into into like an environment that you just feel like you're the rest of the world is closed off. And, like, yeah, nothing, you can really focus on the music. Nothing can touch you. And, Literally. Uh, and I mean, that's why, I mean, like, I'm not even, like, I don't even smoke, but I, I still, I mean, I'll still, like, when my roommates, like, had a studio going on, like, uh, yeah. I used to pop in there, and I remember, like, <laughs> once you, you can, you can never just, like, pop in the stew, like. No, you're stuck you, you there get for, stuck, like, an hour. Yeah, you, you get, you get, like, literally, you get thrust into that whole oh, yeah. for a while, and, and so, I, I feel you on that. I mean, I think that that's like, uh, you know, just like being high is a is a valuable resource for uh, being, you know, for getting those creative pathways flowing. Yeah, it definitely is. And honestly, like ever since I got my med card out here, I've just been like, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Just <laughs> getting fucking blazed <laughs> literally when i first got it it was like i'm buying an ounce i'm buying an ounce every time i go and I'm <laughs> yeah oh, I still, smoke funny. through it but yeah um Ew. if i'm feeling like i'm struggling writing i'll be like oh i haven't even smoked today like let me like calm down and smoke and then just listen to the music <laughs> yeah and so that leads us to the last one the most recent one yeah pussycat xo um so this one uh <laughs> some elaborate cover art yeah uh, 
like what is that leopard print uh outfit that you have the on leopard print outfit and the cat ears <laughs> yeah 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 dope um <laughs> so i guess yeah tell me about like where this one came from like um i know with it, it's a very provocative production yeah this one you know like you're talking about making that pussy rain uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So this one kind of follows suit with like kind of how Tay Nasty went. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you have to say about the, your new song? <laughs> Pussycat XO. That one's actually really recent. I recorded that one like a month ago, maybe. Um, my producer was just, I keep saying my producer. He's my engineer. He's my best friend. Joey. <laughs> Joey was. We've, uh, we've established him already. Uh, I'm like let me say Joey I keep forgetting I just say like my producer but he's so much more he does so much for me <laughs> um he was he was on a really creative streak just making beats and so sometimes what he like I'll do he'll he'll start making beats at like um noon and we'll be done at like six <laughs> but that's how that one kind of came about because I, I listen to them from like the creation of them sometimes and i'll just start writing as he's making them and that's kind of how that one came i just the lyrics just pop in my head for most of the songs like i have to hear the beats first that's how i that's how i write the best i'll hear the beats and then a single line will pop into my head and i'll write a whole story off of it <laughs> so that's how I wrote Pussycat XO. And then I just was like, let me try, let me just try using my voice in different ways because I don't think I've ever made a song where my voice was so soft and I've been getting a lot softer on a lot of my tracks, which I think is, is shaping my sound. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, uh, constant new challenges to uh, set yourself to. Uh, yeah, definitely. But the homegirls love that one. Oh, everybody loves that one. Everybody loves the say my name part. That's <laughs> Destiny's Child, baby, say my name. <laughs> that shit is lit. Like, that is, <laughs> like, that's one that once, like, you know, quarantine is, is over and, like, we can start, like, really partying again, like, right. that shit will, that shit will, like, you know. Yeah, I remember it, playing it in the studio and all the girls, like, from, um, like, the desk girl and a bunch of girls that were in the live, they just busted in the studio and started twerking. I'm like, okay, it's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, it's, it's approved. <laughs> yeah, that, that is... <laughs> That's like the trial is passed. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love seeing people's reactions in real time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I try to do it justice, you know, with uh, um, the little write-ups, but I also have to like think about like what are you going for? Yeah, for first, you know, <laughs> like what what sentiments is she really trying to? convey to the outside world with, yeah no with I, when, you, <laughs> when you first like uh when you first did the write-up on tay nasty i had no idea 
for a little while until I finally went on my, I never go on my artist page on Facebook. And then I saw it was tagged and I was like, what? I was so flattered. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know, Someone's writing about it. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Like I'll go from like, it's always so funny. Like when I'll go from like a super, like, you know, experimental, like ambient, like indie record and then the very next so thing I cover to the last to, to the on the list is songs about songs about making pussies rain and fucking yeah you like that I was just like sheet. I just want this to be the baddest bitch song ever <laughs> love, to, love to see it um, <laughs> so that being said uh yeah like what's next for you what are you working on now I've got some really fire tracks in the chamber. I have a really good feature on one of them. Um, yeah, I <laughs> can't say too much because I'm planning to execute them really well. But yeah, I have some bangers. I've got some bangers. They're even better than the ones I've released. <laughs> well, you know what to do. Send them my way. Uh, For sure. To uh, check out what you've been cooking up. Um uh, a couple other things I wanted to bring up. Um, yep. So, well, first is, uh, um, do you still like get out on like photography shoots? Like, ha have you still been kind of like, you know, using that as a creative outlet lately? Or I, I know you're probably more focused on the music right now. But. Yeah, I've been busting out the camera a lot more. I actually just got one of those little Fuji film cameras. So I'm kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> But I've been taking pictures of everybody that's coming to the house to record on it. We're just going to put all the little uh, Polaroids up in the studio. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, I actually just broke out the camera recently uh, for some shoots for some friends out here. But lately, I've been really focused on the music. For sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I mean, it comes in phases. Sure. Yeah, it really does. I that's always how I've been with photography, though. I get really into it for like a year and then I'm like, eh, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny, music is like the one thing I've never needed a break from. <laughs> well, it's magic. It is. <laughs> it's the closest thing we have to magic. Like, Literally. Frankly, yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask so, what did bring you out to Arizona? Uh, my mom had moved out here and I was just feeling like Milwaukee was kind of a dead end at the time. So I was like, I need to broaden my horizons. I wanted to be closer to LA and Las Vegas. And I wanted to be somewhere where there was no snow. Well, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that, just, isn't that just so quaint for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's. I feel you though. It's just, I mean, if you like grow up in Milwaukee, it's different. Like I came here for college. So, I mean, it's, it's different yeah. depending on like, you know, what you're exposed to. Yeah. And I love Milwaukee. Like there's, there's a culture there that's so ingrained and it's so different from everywhere else that it's hard to leave because it's so different anywhere else you go. But it helps you like it helped me grow a lot as a person and as an artist moving out here yeah for sure yeah certainly yeah there's definitely merit to that <laughs> um, so and then the last thing was um 
So have you done much like performances, like live shows? Um, I never perform performed in Milwaukee. I performed out here, uh, I think three times before COVID hit. <laughs> so we're gonna work on that this year for sure. When shows come back, it's on. <laughs> we're gonna get you back here. We're gonna yeah. get you <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm so down to come back and perform. Yeah, I mean, you need that homecoming spirit to like seriously <laughs> yeah well that's always exciting i mean i i do hope i i imagine we'll get shows back in some capacity by the end of this year you know as oh, the vaccinations sure. roll out um but yeah well uh tebe it's been great getting to know you and hear about your artistry and <laughs> yeah 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 i mean a lot of fun like uh hearing what you do I mean your music is just a ton of fun but it's yeah also, you know it's cool that like you know you carry that spirit with you like both in inside and outside of that creative mode so yeah um so to close out here um I ask everyone the same two questions on a way out um so first uh Tebe what keeps you up at night oh Oh my gosh, the future, <laughs> the future, definitely how I'm good. I am constantly thinking about music. So it's usually what song do I need to do next? How am I going to promote it? Cover art for all of it. What are the names going to be? <laughs> it's usually, it's usually music focused for sure. <laughs> what puts you to sleep? weed <laughs> yeah should have known <laughs> a nice a nice bong hit or a blunt or the pen and a good show or a hot toddy right or a hot toddy yeah a hot toddy will put me right to sleep <laughs> oh, yeah. what uh what show like what's a good show you've watched recently um i've been watching this show on hbl max called search party my mom keeps telling me to watch that. It's pretty funny. It's it's like a dramedy almost. Oh sure. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> I that's I will have to I'll have to watch that one soon. I love any mystery comedy show. That's like my thing. <laughs> I, I just watched Euphoria recently. Oh, I love that one. And now I'm, I'm obsessed watching with the soundtrack. Yeah, it's a labyrinth is actually a huge, like huge idol for me. Love it. Hell yeah. Now I'm watching Pose. What's that one about? It's about um like um ballroom culture, uh, as it was led by black trans women in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, it's I mean it's it brings out a lot of different emotions. You know, it's really okay. sad at some points, but it's also very beautiful and inspiring. And um, it's a great show so far. So I started that one recently. Um, but so many shows, not enough time. Also so much music, not enough time. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Thank you for being on the show. Of course. Taylor. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I told you you're going to do great. I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is. It's okay. Um, everyone watching, uh, be sure to stream Tay Bay's latest couple songs. We got 
Fly, Rari, Tamesty, Pussycat XO. We got more in the chamber on the way soon, and we'll be watching. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. I'm gonna get it.